Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, and welcome everybody to episode 51. Firstly, I just want to apologize in advance for my lack of podcasts over the 2020 year. It's been a very challenging year just for me mentally, and it's been it's been tough. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys. Um, the lack of motivation that has overcome me this year is not something that I'm very used to. And you know what? I've just kind of allowed myself to be okay with that. You know, something that has allowed me to achieve my goals and be proud of myself with my successes is my level of consistency. And you know what? That has honestly been lacking this year. But I've just kind of allowed myself to be okay with that. I'm human, just like everybody else, and I'm very hard on myself when it comes to that. But you know what? It's been a tough year, and I've just kind of allowed myself to be okay with that. And because of that, I think that I've been able to have the much-needed break that I've needed to just gain perspective, just to see where I want to go, be adaptable with some of my goals. And I think that's something that a lot of us have been struggling with this year. But if we're able to kind of be adaptable with how we see ourselves kind of finishing this year, I think that, you know, it can lead into uh, us all finishing strong for 2020, even though that might seem kind of, you know, wishful thinking at this point, I still think that we need to have some level of optimism with that. So if you're still in that place where you just feel like you need a break, you just need to kind of reevaluate things, that's the place where I was at for a very long time and I still go back there every once in a while, but I think that it's okay to be there. So allow yourself that and remember that, you know what, I think we're all kind of in this together and that's kind of the biggest thing that's allowed me to stay strong amongst all of the chaos. So in today's episode, I thought I would just spend some time giving you guys a little bit of an update in regards to everything. I think most of you who listen to my podcast follow me on Instagram, so you're probably or more up to date than I realize, but still stick around. I'm going to kind of dive deep into what I've been going through in regards to my fitness goals and how I'm handling the fact that I have gained weight during my Achilles rupture. So for those who don't know, I ruptured my Achilles tendon on June 1st. That was 11 weeks ago right now, and we're almost at the three-month mark, and we got a long ways to go. Um, You know, I'm walking around in a shoe now, which is so great. I'm back to training, not to my level of expectation, but at least I'm back in the gym and I'm not wearing that damn boot anymore. So things are all progressing in the right direction, but... It's only been three months. I mean, the the next goal right now is to be able to do a single heel lift on the injured side. And most people, that takes up to six months. And that's kind of how you know when you're fully in the clear and ready to return to the sport that caused the injury in the first place. 
I'm really not concerned with that. I love basketball, but I just kind of want to get back into being able to do bodybuilding, being able to do my powerlifting movements, and getting back into training and focusing on that. So, like I said, we still have a long ways to go, but we're definitely getting there. When I first injured myself, though, I had to ask myself, there's going to be a significant decrease in my level of activity that my body is used to. Is the idea of reducing my calories a good idea? And this was a discussion that I had with my coach, Kyle, and we went back and forth for a while and we came to the conclusion that it's probably not a good idea for us to drop our calories. And with that in mind, because of the reduced amount of activity I knew that was going to occur, I had to be okay with the fact that I might gain weight. And to some people, especially the guys out there, that doesn't sound all that scary. It's not that big of a deal. But to a lot of women, I can totally empathize in regards to the fact that, you know, the idea of gaining weight is extremely scary. It's daunting. It's disheartening. And I'm human too. I have those moments. But... I decided to take more of an objective outlook when it comes to what is best for me. In the short term, yeah, you know what? I don't really want to gain weight. I'm happy with where I am. And, you know, the idea of gaining weight is just not something that I want to do right now. But I knew that it was going to be necessary for my overall long-term goals and my long-term health when it comes to recovering from this type of injury. And I'm going to kind of talk about what are some of the things that I was considering when I was making this decision. The very first thing that came to my mind is I didn't want to be hungry. You know, I've been tracking my macros for over six years now. I've gone through various phases of cutting and bulking, reverse dieting, recovery dieting, where my calories get super high, super low. I'm used to that. So because of that, I understand how my body is. And I knew even if I dropped my calories just a little bit, like maybe by 300 calories, which would be probably a good maintenance amount for me, I knew that I was going to be starving, not actually starving, but I just know my body and the level of hunger that I would experience throughout the entire day, it wasn't something that I wanted to deal with. That level of discomfort on top of dealing with an Achilles tendon rupture, yeah, no thank you. It wasn't just something that I wanted to deal with. I already had enough to deal with, so I didn't want to have to feel hungry all the time. That was kind of my number one reason as to why I didn't want to cut my calories. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm going to be okay if I gain a little bit of weight. I think the next reason and a more important reason that a lot of other people can kind of relate to and kind of take this piece of advice for their situation is going through an injury, your body needs an adequate amount of nutrients in order to heal. And I knew that if I was eating more food than less, I was at less risk of being nutrient deficient. Even if I cut my calories by 300 calories, yeah, you know what? That's probably still a good amount of food where I wouldn't be deficient in any vitamins and minerals. But it wasn't a risk that I was willing to take. And I knew that my body needed an abundant amount of vitamins, minerals, fiber, and even the adequate amount of protein to make sure that it would heal properly. Cutting my food and reducing tissue when I'm trying to repair tissue right now, it just intuitively doesn't make sense. And after my own experience, my educational background, I just knew that cutting your calories down while you're recovering from an injury is not a good idea. So because of that, you know, other people, it doesn't have to be an Achilles tendon rupture if you're dealing with a back injury or something serious, you know, you need to remember that your body needs the nutrients in order to repair. 
and we want to do that as quickly as possible. So, I mean, yeah, you know what? You might gain a couple of pounds, but is it a risk that you're willing to take to prolong the recovery process? For me, the answer was no. So I made a trade-off. I was okay with the fact that, you know what? I might gain a little bit of weight because I know that these other variables are more important. And losing a little bit of weight, it adds no value to my recovery process whatsoever. And that's how I knew objectively that, hey, I needed to be okay with the fact that I might gain a couple of pounds. And guess what? Over the last 11 weeks, I gained five pounds. Well, in actuality, I gained that five pounds in the first six weeks. And what's really cool about the body is it's very adaptive because it doesn't want to change. So it's always adapting to maintain homeostasis. So over the first six weeks, yeah, you know what? I gained five pounds, but I maintained my level of accuracy and consistency with my calorie intake that eventually my body adapted and I actually started to maintain weight. And I've been maintaining that weight up until the 10 week mark. And what's really cool, and I haven't actually mentioned this yet on Instagram, I've actually lost a pound, a pound, about a pound and a half actually in the last couple of weeks here. So I definitely think that's due to the fact that I am increasing my activity level. You know, it's nothing magical or anything like that. You know, my NEAT has definitely gone up. I'm exercising more at the gym. I'm riding the bike before I work out for a warm up and then for a cool down as well. So my body is moving a lot more. So because of that, it only makes sense that yes, of course, my weight is gonna start to come back down and normalize. So I'm not surprised by that, but it just kind of goes to show you that in certain situations, you need to be okay with trusting your body, that it knows what it needs to do in order to recover. And with that in mind, your job is just to be consistent. If you give your body that level of consistency that it needs every day, you just kind of have to trust it once in a while that, hey, it knows what it's doing. It's going to take care of me as long as I'm giving it the adequate amount of nutrients making sure I'm eating whole nutrient-dense foods, getting enough protein, getting enough water. And I know all of these things sound super basic, but it's typically these fundamental aspects that people are lacking that cause, you know, frustrations when you're going through something like this. If you're going through a back injury, a tendon rupture like me, you just kind of have to trust your body and just remember that consistency as lame and cliche as it is to say, it truly is the key. So I'm really happy that I made that decision to uh, uh, not cut my calories and be okay with the initial weight gain because it definitely started to balance out over a time period. And it took a while, I mean, 11 weeks, you know, that's almost three months, that's a long time, but at least, you know, I'm almost basically back to my starting point. So that's basically what I've been going through. Um, everything else is progressing the way that it should, which is really amazing. I'm almost back to my normal routine. My life is almost back to normal. The only thing that's kind of still lagging is my training. I mean, I can't really do any, any squats or deadlifts or anything like that, any heavy movements for the foreseeable future. Just because, you know, when you go to squat, you're going into dorsiflexion, when you're doing deadlifts, you're stretching the tendons. So 
all of these things we don't want to overload the tendon too much because we want to reduce any risk of re-rupture of course so that's probably the only thing that I'm kind of eager to get back into my regular routine with and I know that that will take some time and that's where I'm just going to continue to exercise my patients focus on what I can do in the gym you know I can do a lot of lying leg curls leg extensions all of those things to kind of help maintain the muscle mass that's there right now and you know what um I'm okay with that it's okay to kind of take a step back and again go back to the fundamentals with my training because it's given me an opportunity to make sure that I am performing the exercise correctly you know you think leg extensions and it seems pretty intuitive to perform correctly but if you make sure that your core is being stable your hips aren't coming up and that you're actually slowing down the rep range you'd be surprised how much more complicated the movement pattern can be so I'm just trying to take an opportunity to kind of relearn some of these movements and and make them a little bit more challenging for myself and a little bit more effective so that part of my training has been fun so that's basically my update for you guys I know it's not a very educational based podcast episode for today but hopefully by me sharing my experience you know it's something that you can relate back to what you're going through even if it's not something identical with what you're going through you can always kind of relate my situation to what you're going through going through an injury like this you can easily relate it to your fat loss journey because there's frustrations there's always going to be frustrations involved with your journey so if you can kind of take the principles that I'm applying to my own frustrations they're easily transferable to your own frustrations and I think that that will allow you to just make the journey a little bit more enjoyable for yourself I mean like I said 2020 has been a year for us all and there's no sense in adding more unenjoyment into your life right now I think you know the biggest thing to kind of help all of us finish this year strong is trying to focus on making each experience and even each frustration that we're going through as enjoyable and positive as possible so like I said hopefully with what I'm sharing you're able to relate it to whatever you're going through okay so that's about it for this week's episode thank you all so much for listening I apologize again I promise I am going to get back into a regular routine with posting more podcast episodes. Like I said, I have just been dealing with my own mental setbacks and I think it was a break that I definitely needed. So it's going to give me the motivation and, you know, dedication that I need in order to finish this year strong. So I'm really excited for another episode because I'm really into habits lately and I'm learning a lot in this book that I'm reading, uh, The Atomic Habits. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of it. I definitely recommend it and I'm going to be talking about some of the things that I'm learning in another episode very, very soon, hopefully within the next week. So thank you all so much for listening. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon, but until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.